Welcome to the Socks and Soul podcast. Great to have you with me today. So a couple of weeks ago, I was talking to a friend of mine, and he owns a hardware store. And I was telling him about the podcast, and and he and he says, "Hey, I uh, I know somebody that uh, there's somebody in the area that you should interview." And I said, "Oh yeah, tell me about it." He goes, "So she she comes in to uh, he said buy a chainsaw." And I was telling her about chainsaws and she looks at me and she says, I know everything there is to know about chainsaws. This is what I need. And it turns out that she is a lumber sports world champion who, who lives here in Spokane where, where I am. <laughs> and, and I was like, what, what is a lumber sports champion? I mean, I, if I've seen these on TV, like, or, or internet videos, like I can't even remember where I saw them, but where you got the guys with the chainsaws and they're, and they're cutting logs, right. And and they've got to cut like, you know, six, you know, six little, you know, log spots, or they got to chop wood or they're climbing, you know, they're climbing, you know, a pole or something like that. Anyway, this is a, this is a, this is a, there's a, there's a big following for this, for this lumber sports stuff and they compete professionally and they have, they have these tournaments and these competitions all over the country and all over the world. And, and, and here in Spokane, not far from me, uh, there's a, there's a gal who, who competes. And then I find out that she owns a, a CrossFit gym, uh, predation CrossFit here in Spokane, which is really close to me. Like, maybe a mile and a half or two miles away from where I live. And uh, anyway, so he's telling me about this gal and I'm like, man, that would be, that would be really interesting. And, and then I find out, uh, oh, so, so, so I look her up, I watch, you know, I do a little internet stalking on her to kind of figure out who she is. And she is the, you know, she has won the, the she's a world champion lumberjack you know, lumber sports, man, I can't even get the thing right, but she's, she's won these lumber sports competitions. And so I reach out to her on Facebook and, and I'm like, her name is Erin Lavoie. I say, Hey Erin, you know, I run the show called the socks and soul podcast where we talk about people who do great things. And, and I'd love to have you on the show. And she, she hits me right back and says, yeah, that'd be great. Sounds good. And so we coordinate a time. And, and so then I, you know, I, I wanted to dig a little deeper and, and, and I found out she's been competing in this stuff for years, for almost 20 years. She's been, she's been a lumber sports competitor. I didn't even know this thing had been around for 20 years. And uh, anyway, she is, she is, you know, she just, it's amazing. She just, you know, she started doing this thing. And anyway, so, so I, I, you know, I did this interview with her, which will air in a second. And, and she's just amazing. It's amazing to meet people like this, who she just, when she goes to do something, if she, if she likes it, she just goes a hundred percent all the way in. She just loves it. Anyway, I was just thinking about this this morning and it's just kind of hilarious that last week I was talking about, you know, we had gone to one of those ax throwing things over the holiday with some of my family. And, uh, uh, I did not bring that up in the interview because I, I was going to be embarrassed about, you know, about it, but Anyway, it's just funny how this all this all kind of comes together. So, anyway, she has a she has a she's really fun to talk to. She's really open and and kind of hysterical and uh, and she has some great messages about you know about about what you should be doing with your life and what you should be doing with your time. And we have a great conversation about what that looks like and and how you can do it. And, and you can meet your goals and you can do things that are important to you and you can have fun all, all at the same time. 
And I guess it's all about prioritizing what you want to do. Anyway, uh, if you know when you're when you're not driving or when you get a chance, look her up, Erin Lavoie, uh, Lumber Sports, and just watch some YouTube videos of her because it's amazing. These these lumber sports, you know, competitors are just it's an amazing sport. Uh, you know, they use they use axes and they use saws and they use, you know, chainsaws and they're climbing, you know, they're climbing these, you know, telephone poles or trees and, uh, and, and she just competes. She competes 30 weeks a year. So anyway, great interview. Um, I won't hold it up any longer. I hope you enjoy the show. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome to the Socks and Soul podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Ditto. Let's go. I'd like to welcome into the studio, Aaron Lavoie. Hi. Thanks for coming down. I really appreciate it. How come I have a mic and you don't? Because your voice, I have a mic. It's just under my shirt. Okay, got it. I have a wireless mic. So we had some technical difficulties this morning. So I'm grateful for Aaron and her, uh, you know, her patience with my makeshift studio in here. Usually I'm all ready to go. I learned this patience through the COVID breakout, <laughs> working on it for the last year. <laughs> oh man, what a mess that has been, huh? Such a mess. So you are you. You might be the first lumber sports athlete I have ever talked to. There's not many of us. I imagine it's and a very small community. I think there's only like myself and one other in this area. So not many. Now, when I when I first started looking your story up, I saw that you had you know won these lumberjack games, which I know I'm butchering the name of it. <laughs> And and then I started looking more into it, and I realized this isn't this isn't a thing that you just started in the last couple of years. You've been doing this for a long time, for a long, long time. I'm not going to give away my age here, but I think it was the first year out of college, I w- or in college, my first year out of high school when I went to college. I jumped onto a team. I went to school for forestry, and they were just practicing right down the hall from my classes. And cute boy said, "Hey, what are you doing? Come saw with me." I said, "Sounds good. Let's give this a try." I think two weeks later he quit, but I kept going. And <laughs> is that really why you went down there? Is just because he was cute? I, um, I mean, interesting to you. I am so competitive, and I'm so down to do everything that I can in this lifetime. So when I saw what they were doing, and I was, I didn't have anything else going on. There was no other sports in yeah. my world at that time, so it was just a new experience, and it fell into my lap, and it was fun. So were you a competitive athlete growing up? Like in high school, were you a competitive athlete? Everything. I mean, I, amongst my brothers, I finished my cereal first. You know, it was. <laughs> you have two brothers. Every, right? I have two brothers. I'm okay. in the middle, so okay. it was You're a. Sandwiched. You know, it was a fight between boys, and you know, my whole <laughs> growing up, and it was yeah. soccer, baseball, gymnastics, football. Football lasted a week until my mom found out and said, "I can't do that anymore." <laughs> Your mom mixed um, football. Yeah, she mixed the football. A little too aggressive, but. <laughs> Every sport I can do, I've always wanted to just see what, you know, put my body through that test and see if I can do it. And yeah. competition is just fun. Yeah, I love so. competition. That is mm-hmm. awesome. Okay, so so you're you're going to school for forestry. You go and you just start. You, where you just like walk in. You're like, hey, I'm Aaron. Can I <laughs> can I grab a chainsaw? Can I can I swing down? that axe in between my feet? That sounds like fun. No, <laughs> it. Um, it's in college at that time. I'm not sure what it is now, but the team is eight people and two have to be of the opposite sex. Okay. So there wasn't many women at all in the sport back then. Yeah. Um, there, You get to do five events when you go to a competition. So I 
one guy there, the manager, said, this is one of the events. You stand on this block of wood and you chop it in half. Okay, so I watched some videos of this and it's terrifying. So you, in you, the beginning, you yes. stand on a log mm-hmm. with your feet, like, I don't know, you know, athletic stance, yep. you know, maybe 24 inches <laughs> apart, something like that. Yeah. And, and you are, you are swinging a full size man axe. As hard as you can. I mean, from the top, at, 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 you know, right between your legs, as hard as you can. Yep. And you're cutting a V right in the middle between your feet. And the first Which one means you're like, you're half. not in between your feet. You're like close to one foot and then close to the other foot because right. you're making that notch. Yeah. When you get halfway, you spin around and you finish. So yeah. it's quite close to your feet. Um, I just, you, we put these guards on. So we had these okay. massive like tin man looking guards. Okay. Um, I make them now, which is, they've come a long way. They're made out of chain mail. They're a little sock and they fit just under your shoes. Okay. Kind of comfortable actually. But yeah. Um, I mean, you're, I had a dollar ax and I had these giant, Tin boots on, so I wasn't too terrified. <laughs> it wasn't gonna. It, it would hit me and it would hurt, but it wouldn't cut me. Sure. So once you learn that, and once you, I so mean, you, the you worst part was yourself. the bloody hands. I did hit myself, but okay. not. But you never cut your leg or no, they didn't. Dislocate your ankle. I didn't get a good axe to begin with. (laughs) You can use a mallet. Yeah, it was (laughs) just like, oh, all right, don't do that again, and just keep going. But my hands were bloody. I must have put five hours a day every day, and I competed two weeks later and placed in every event. No kidding. Yeah. So right at the get-go, you were in there five hours. You just loved it. I don't really half-ass things. I mean, if there's something I want to do, it's. It's full in. Yeah. And I just allow myself to do that. Yeah. That's a lifestyle that I've set up for myself and game on. That I want to win. That is awesome. Yeah. That, yeah. All in mentality. Yep. Yeah. No doubt about it. So, so you start competing. You said how many days later and you were in your first competition? It was two weeks, like two about weeks. a week and a half later. Okay. That was my first competition. Tell, tell us about what that was like, your first competition. It was fun. I mean, I did five events that I just learned. One was climbing a pole 30 mm-hmm. feet in the air, which was super scary. Is that like where you put the spikes on yeah, the Yeah, you have these little, tiny, these, this little tiny thing is holding you up in the yeah. wood above the ground 30 yeah. feet. Holy <laughs> but it's not that far. And the coach, I've always had good coaches, and the one thing that I've learned the best from them was how to fail first. So hmm. I learned how to fall first and how to catch myself. So once I knew how to do that and I practiced that, I was fine with it. So I'd just go up a couple of feet and then fall. Yeah. And go up and fall. I'm like, okay, well, this is going to be fine now. Let's just go fast. And if I fall, I'll be okay. Yeah. So that was a little bit scary, but super fun. Yeah. And I, I placed top three in that one. I forget what it was. It was a long time ago. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then the chopping and the sawing with the long crosscut saws. Yeah. You saw back and forth. I think, I think I did one by myself. That was like a marathon. It was so hard. <laughs> And then one with a Jack and Jill. So I had another guy partner. So you guys are on each end of the saw. Mm -hmm. What do they call those? Working like a team. Yeah. They call it back then like a misery whip or a cross cut. Okay. Saw. Yeah. Yeah, sure. And so, and so, and and you've been doing, you've basically been competing in lumber sports ever since. Yeah, ever since. And I fell into it at a good time. I mean, winning, success is fun. Sure. When you win, you want more of that. Right. If you lose, you're like, oh, maybe. Maybe I'll go do. Maybe I'll try something else, right? (laughs) But I was one of the only girls, so I just kept winning. It was, I think, the perfect timing for me. Yeah. Perfect thing and the perfect timing. So after that year of college, after like two competitions, we went to a professional competition. And some guy needed a partner, Mike Forrester, and he asked me 
just because I was a girl that didn't have a partner. And yeah. I was like, okay. Um, we made it on TV. Mom saw me. <laughs> Like, so you're like this 20 year old what college the heck is student this? competing in this professional <laughs> yeah. event. Yeah. So like I, I mean, it just it all fell into play. Yeah. Like the right guy asked me to sell with him at the right competition. I yeah. was on TV, and then somebody else saw me, and I was invited to a championship. And cool. It just kept going, and I hung on. Have you have you ever checked like done one of those ancestry things to see if you're related to Paul no, Bunyan? No, because then you get like put in the system and they stalk you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want them to know about me. Do you have a blue ox by chance? <laughs> I would. I would if I could. <laughs> so so did you? I mean, did you take that? I mean, what was that like? All, you had all this success and all this exposure right mm-hmm. out of the gate. I mean, how did you how did you handle that? What kind of a person did you become as a result of it? Oh, it was I mean, so fun. What did that look like? It was so fun because you start you start meeting people. I started meeting so many people just from going to competitions and you know, I saw what the new person, then I get to talk to his people and so on and then they saw how I guess driven I was and how much I loved it and they started yeah. helping me improve and helping me buy gear. Mm-hmm. So I just I just kept going and it wasn't, I don't know what you mean by how did I handle it, but I just enjoyed the ride. Yeah. Took it yeah. for what it was. So, so what were the next steps in the progression that happened? Because you can you continue to rise to yeah. basically world champion, right? Shortly after I was invited to, I, I forget what it's called, the, um, the Iron Jack championships in Alaska. And that was a series of five events for the women, 10 for the men, but all of your points, you get, up to 100 points per event. So if you won, you got 100 points. Mm-hmm. Second place, I think, was 90, then 80, and so on. I can't remember quite. But all five events add up for one score. Okay. So if you mess one up, you're, you're basically you're out. in trouble. you okay. got to fight a little bit harder. Yeah. But um, that actually, that one was in Texas, and I think I got second place there. Mm-hmm. So I was hungry. Yeah. Like second isn't That's not, not good enough cut, for you. It's not going to do it. So yeah. I dug in real hard after that and got into invited invited to another one. And then I was invited to the United States women's team to compete in Australia. So now I'm like, oh, jumping countries here. I mean, I was already in Canada, but this Canada's is, close. This is the U.S. team, you right. know, going to Australia. Like, what? Okay, let's go. Yeah. yeah. I didn't even, it was exciting, but I was like, oh, it's just, it's another competition. Let's go. Was this something that you were aspiring to, to be no, on this it, national team? or I had no idea. I didn't even know what it was. So in the beginning, everybody just kind of kept approaching me. And then after I was in it, I started hearing about competitions. Okay. So then it was like, I want to be a world champion. I want a world record. When did, That's when, when I started when setting did, goals when did that? When did that happen? How many years or months or how long into your I think my second year so your second year Mm -hmm. you started to realize I really have a knack for this I really like it I really like it now now I want to I want to set I want to set the bar I started hearing about names and so I went to Rochester Minnesota was a competition and there was like four big names there back then it was Penny Halverson was like the I don't know the woman of Mm -hmm. of timber sports and um, Carmen Winyard Nancy Zalewski was there. Cherie Taylor. There was like, there was probably five big names. And I was like starstruck when I got there and I actually saw them. Like, yeah. like do I get, can I ask for your autograph? Like, you know, <laughs> like, what do I do with my hands? Like, it was, I never felt that feeling. That was like, oh, I'm amongst these stars. And I'm, this was like my second year. Yeah. But I 
I'm kind of the girl that sits in the truck with my gear and I put myself so far into the zone and just, you know, I learned that in gymnastics. We The bus ride to the meets, we'd have to do our routines in our head. Yeah. So I was, I was sitting in my truck with my gear, you know, just being in the zone. People bug me. Aaron, are you in your zone? I'm like, yeah, leave me alone. Like, back off. But I'm going through my, you know, my hits in my head of how I'm going to chop and what happens if this side's hard, how many more hits is it going to take? There's mm-hmm. patterns. So I'm going through like four different patterns in my head that you have to, when you get into it, you grab that pattern and you run with it. Right. So there's scenarios that you have to be ready for really fast. Um, so anyways, I went out and I won. I'm like, holy crap, I just beat these girls. You beat these four? Beat these names that I was that I wanted autographs of. <laughs> right. You're like, like, can I get a picture? Can I do an autograph? Oh, my and God. You, and you took them down. Yeah. They, see, this was on the east side. I've been on the west side. Wow. This was my first flight to a competition. Okay. I've never seen these girls. I've just heard of them. Right. So I've just been doing my own thing on the west side, and then you don't know where you're at. You don't know where you stand. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. I won, and I'm like, shit, what's next? I want to go to the championships. So world championships in Hayward, Wisconsin was on my so, list. So, I mean, that that moment when you beat them and you realized, <laughs> like, was that the first time you re- re- really realized how good you actually were? I think so. I mean, it, it, I imagine you had this moment like, oh, no, th- like, this is why people keep approaching me. This is why I keep getting invited to things. And now th- these these four are kind of the face of timber sports in my era. It was an amazing moment. It and was I just, cool. I just beat them. It was cool. That is like the only trophy I still have. <laughs> you know. What do you mean that's the only trophy I, you still have? You, just, you, you, you get like so a many. Lot of trophies like, and <laughs> what do you do with them? But that is the one that I'm like, yeah. I hang on to that guy. Yeah. So it was, it was super cool and. I still, like, every time I finish, I'm like, what did I do wrong? What can I do better? But that was that one moment where I'm like, crap, I'm in there. Yeah. This is cool. Yeah, that is cool. <laughs> it was pretty neat. Okay, so I, and that, so I cut you off. So then after that. It was just championship after championship. Yeah. And then the Steel Timber Sports series came out. And this was in, so when I, my f- second year of college, um, they have a collegiate portion of it. So mm-hmm. it's all men's, but they they have a collegiate competition, and, and the best collegiate guy goes to the men's. They get a men's spot. On the men's U.S. team? Oh, oh, in the steel team. Okay, gotcha. But I'm like, I want to play. Yeah. Why aren't the women in there? Yeah. So it had to be, I don't know, 16 years since I've been like, when do we get a chance? My team actually let me compete. For, they gave me the men's spot on that team to compete. Of course, I got my ass kicked because I'm against Dude, guys. All guys, right? But sure. I was so nice of them to give me that spot. To you were the only try. woman competing in the whole yeah. competition. Yeah, I love it. That and is awesome. So I was like, from then I'm like, well, I want to go there, and it was never offered until it would have been the third year last year. So we've had two. No, I'm sorry, we've had three of them. Two of them have been on the big stage since the women were invited to this competition. Uh-huh. And I just send in my entry for this year. Hopefully it happens. Yeah. But that's kind of the big dog. That's where I won my Harley Davidson. You won a Harley Davidson? Harley Davidson. Tell me about Pretty that. Pretty rad. Well, I sold it as quick as I could. 
<laughs> I didn't have a sidecar for my dog, so. So it's all right. Had, There's nowhere it to put him. It, it doesn't work for the family. <laughs> it doesn't work for the family. <laughs> <a> family rig. <laughs> yeah. And summers, I'm always training or I'm out of town. So sure. it just it didn't suit my lifestyle. Yeah. When COVID hit, I was like, I should have kept that thing. Then I actually went out and bought a different bike. So I do have a bike. Did you regret selling it. it when COVID hit? You realized you could have spent all summer riding it? I kind of did. <laughs> yeah, I was super bummed, but it just it didn't, it didn't fit the family. So. Yeah, yeah, sure, <laughs> sure. So, uh, so you're, still, you're still competing today, you know, 20 years later? We, yeah. So we, everything was shut down last year. Right. There was one competition I got to go to in Pennsylvania. Okay. And even when I bought that ticket, I bought it to a friend's house which was a six-hour drive. Right. I was like, if this cancels like everything else, at least I have a vacation with my friend. Sure. So that one actually happened. It was amazing. I got to see everybody, and it was just I'm like, oh, my God, I'm home. I can, like, I can breathe. This is normal. This is my happy place. It yeah. was fantastic. And now this season, um, it usually kicks off with Sydney, Australia, over spring break, um, Easter weekend. Mm-hmm. And that one is happening this year, but you have to quarantine. So like 14 days? So it's not. Like you got to hang out in a hotel for 14 days? Yeah, deal? and the government Oof. chooses it. Yeah. So if I could go to my, I have a family down there that welcomes me in every time I come down. And yeah. If I could go there in quarantine, that'd be some sick training. Right. You know, that'd be sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Please, let's go. Yeah. But they picked the hotel and I can't even imagine staying in a hotel, not working out. That seems like a ridiculous Eating. request to ask, af- like, the athletes to Can't come 14 days, not do anything, and then compete. Seems well, kind of dangerous, actually. It's pretty silly. Yeah. It's not worth it. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't even, there's people that I know, this is in New South Wales, Sydney. Mm-hmm. People from Queensland have to quarantine as well. Wow. So they're, I don't even think that they're going to make it. Yeah. But I'm happy to see it on the books. Yeah. And then we'll hopefully go into our season. Yeah. Hopefully. So in like 2019, 2018, normal years, how many competitions are you doing per year? I could go to 30 if Holy I wanted cow. to. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, almost every week, every There's other a lot. week. Yep. I'm gone a lot. So, you know, when a door shuts, a window opens. Sure. I got a lot of family time this year, which was awesome. Yeah. Um, I actually have friends, really good friends now, because I got to put some time into that. You're like, I like this. Usually it's, yeah, it's, you know that I've seen these written out on, you know, those wood burn placards that people have in their home. And it's like, we interrupt this marriage to bring you hunting season. <laughs> my friends and family know that we'll touch base again in October. Right. <laughs> I'll catch you up on my life. So the season runs from like Easter, April through October. Yeah. That's the competitive. So basically mm-hmm. it's every weekend. Yeah. You know, for 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 and that entire. I'm not doing that. I'm training. So yeah, it's I'm kind of out. Yeah, for sure. But so are you? Are are these competitions lucrative? Is there prize money? Do you make a living doing this? It's better when you're sponsored. Yeah, much better. Um, it's also really good when you win. If you don't win, it can be quite costly. Yeah. So, to start now, I think it's super hard for a lady or anybody really because sure. there's it's. There's so many competitors now. Yeah. If you're not winning, you're paying a lot of money to do this sport, which is still fun. Everything's out of pocket. Yep. Travel, Unless entry into the competitions. The right. But it's it's quite it's not cheap. Yeah. You you know you don't run to Miller's on top of the hill and buy a yeah. splitting axe. It's an seven eight hundred dollar axe from New Zealand that you waited a couple months for. Wow. 
and then you found somebody to grind it up just to you, how you swing your axe, how strong you are. Right. Um, saws take, I think the waiting list is like two years now for a crosscut saw. No kidding. And they're, last I checked, they're like probably about $1,800 a piece. You don't have just one of those. Yeah, right. And then you travel, you know, flights, hotels, mm-hmm. gas, entry fees, yeah, everything. It's not cheap. Yeah. So winning is good. Sponsorships are better. And one leads to the other. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, you're sponsored, I'm guessing? I am not. I lost my sponsorship during COVID. Okay. So anybody's out there, knock, knock. <laughs> is the assumption that once the season starts, somebody will jump on board? Or how does that usually I work? Need to, I need to contact a couple of companies and see if they want to be part of me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And these are typically companies that are in the, the lumber sports arena. Don't have to be. Okay. Um, Killcliffe was a huge sponsor of mine for many years. Mm-hmm. They were, they're an awesome company. What do they do? They make a recovery drink. Okay, sure. So I sell it in my gym. Yeah. And promote it. I love it. I drink it probably twice a day. Mm-hmm. Um, they've, they've been awesome for me. They were on my team for, I believe, seven years. Oh, wow. So love them. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. Very cool. So, and in and in this process of these last twenty years of competing, you you opened a gym. You started your own business, a gym. basically. It'll be ten years in July. Congratulations. Thank you. So here's a you might here's a cool stat for you. Half of one percent of businesses make it ten years. Awesome. Yeah. So and you're in you're in pretty elite company. To survive through COVID too. Yeah, especially <laughs> your industry. This, oh, it's, it's been scary. It's been who knows what's gonna happen, you know? But yeah. I've got one hell of a community there. And yeah. they all continue to stay with me during the shutdown. Um I put up at home workouts and kind of touch base with everybody. They they've been awesome. They've been so good. And they said, Aaron. I want a home to come back to when this is done. So yeah. please keep charging me. It's yeah. just been, it's my family. That They're, is awesome. They really are the, you know, how do you, how, how, how do you do that? How do you run a business and travel 30 weeks a year? They first two years that I opened that gym, I was grounded. I didn't do any competitions for two years. And okay. then when I started, you know, rolling with it and finding coaches and help, then I could sneak off to competitions and okay. do the training and everything. But it's, you know, I, I coach and then I work out and then I coach and yeah. then I train and then I coach and then I train some more. So yeah. my day is set up right. for success. I'm not pushing a pencil at a desk or, right. you know, nine hour days and then coming home tired and not wanting to train. I, I've kind of built a pretty good platform for me to do well. Yeah. And then when I, and my people just support me, my coaches or Aaron, what weekends do you have off? Tell me now and I'll. You know, ink it in so you can go win. Yeah. They've been just as support. Yeah. So supportive. Yeah. So mm-hmm. what were you doing prior to opening the gym as far as, you know, bringing home the bacon? Was it just Ten the competition was ago. enough? Competitions. Um, I worked with Steel Chainsaws. Okay. So I was their spokesmodel for a little while. And that was fun. It was a lot of fun. You said spokesmodel. Yeah. Tell me about yeah, that. Don't you see it? <laughs> <laughs> yes. You're beautiful. Um, Absolutely. I see it. So they built, they had a custom 
um, motorcycle built. Uh-huh. It's funny because then we went back. Then I won the Harley. So it was like. So when I was. It's funny how that went when down. When I was internet but, stalking you, I saw some pictures of you, you know, uh, in front of a custom steel yeah, Harley. That's didn't look not like the me, one, did it? That's not the one that you won, right? Right. Okay. No, that's one that was, that was custom built and they gave that away. Gotcha. So I was helping promote the new chainsaw that came out, mm-hmm. um, 441. Mm-hmm. And the chainsaw was a chopper. And I was a chopper. Okay. So it was like these three badass machines that mm-hmm. kind of toured together. Yeah. So I promoted that for a year. And then just competing. Um, I was going to school, trying to figure out what the heck I wanted to do with my life. Did you finish your forestry degree? No, I didn't because mm-hmm. I moved to Virginia. Nothing transferred. So then I went to school for biology or something, um, radiology. And then was fed up with that, moved back. Nothing transferred. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> went back to school. Wait, why did you go to Virginia? Because steel was based out of there. Oh, okay. So so, so while you were competing I lived there collegiately or, you know, during college. This was pro now. I mean, you were pro was, and then yeah. you got picked up by steel. And so then you moved there for moved steel. there, yep. Ah, okay. Stayed for a little bit because okay. I made friends and was going to school and then... You can't hunt on Sundays, and I missed my family, and it was hard to train and compete. A couple of reasons, so I moved back home. Um, nothing transferred. Went to school, got my AA. Okay. About six years into my AA now. <laughs> got that, and then I started going to school for physical therapy. Okay. They told me I probably couldn't get into Eastern, so I would probably have to transfer to Boise. I'm like, I'm done with the out-of-state stuff. You're like, nothing transferred. <laughs> this isn't I've happening. Learned I've learned this game. <laughs> so, you know, I've got a, a doctorate in an AA. <laughs> but, um, then we started, started working out out of the garage gym, um, my former husband and I, Chance. Mm-hmm. And people started coming over and, you know, using our toilet and our blender. And we're like, okay, this is, this is enough. <laughs> I'm trying to think about what I want to do for a career, for a job. I've always wanted to kind of, I don't know how to work for somebody. So I've always wanted to do my own thing, yeah. build my own thing. He looked at me one day, he's like, open a CrossFit gym. How Let's are you, do this. How are you making ends meet at this point? I just had money saved up. Okay. I saved up money. and from, I From winning competitions or from working yeah, on jobs or from what? Jobs. You know, wait, I waitressed for a while. Okay. And the steel game. So you were just working? I am like, a, whor- I'm like a squirrel with my money. I, I just, love it. I'm terrified to spend it. Yeah. And I live small. I love it. Yeah, I live so small. So, um, and Chance helped. He supported me too. We got married. Mm-hmm. And we opened the gym together. And he's like, this is yours. Run with it. We opened it, but he said this is yours. Mm-hmm. Okay. A couple of years later, because this we opened it together. This wasn't we something 50/50. he wanted to do necessarily, but he wanted to support. We you wanted doing to do it, it together. Oh, okay. So we did it together, and then he had his own gigs, and I was kind of just took the lead on it. Yeah. It was like, go. Run now, it. now CrossFit, CrossFit has like is kind of like this cult movement inside of the workout universe, and like I, f- I have found <laughs> that people either love them like to like a fault or you got this whole other community that's like these guys are nut jobs they like run until they barf you know if you, if, like, you what's up have, with all that? if you have a friend that does crossfit you will either join or you will defriend them because they don't <laughs> stop talking about it because it's so much this fun this is so amazing i believe if you have any athletic background you will love it because it's there's a competitive nature to it mm-hmm. and it's just fun yeah um if you're not scared to meet new people you will love it because we 
we all have such similar interests of just going out into the world and doing things and yeah. seeing if we can do it and mm-hmm. capable of it. Um, if you think that there's a magic pill that's going to make you fit, you're not going to like it. Good luck. Yeah. yeah. It, it doesn't really, it's not healthy. If it exists, it's not healthy for you. Yeah. And you probably will not like CrossFit. But if, you know, it's, God, it's fun. Something different every day. Yeah. Slightly competitive. Yeah. I've never once said, I, I have to go to the gym today. You know, it's just like. You feel excited. You kind of oh get butterflies God. to go yeah. do it. Yeah, you get angry when you can't make it in. Yeah. That's why I was late today. I'm like, hey, I'm not yep. done working out yet. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. That's, it, it, I think, I think that is, I think that's, I was thinking about this the other day. So I play basketball and mm-hmm. I, like, I love it. I play three mornings a week. I got this group I play with and, you know, COVID just like threw a monkey Shit, wrench yeah. in that whole thing, you know? And I, you know, it was summertime. And so I was doing some running, which I hate running. Um, I have a lot of friends and family who love running and I try and like it and I don't. I even had Mike Bresson on here once. He founded Active for Youth, the cross country program for elementary kids. Okay. And all my kids run in it. And I, you know. You hate it. And, and I'm, and, you know, I, I want to like it because it's so easy, right? You just put on shoes and go running, you know? <laughs> and I just, I just don't. But I, I'm, one of the things that I worry about all the time is like, what happens if the day comes, when the day comes, when like, I just can't play basketball anymore? You know, what, what am I going to do physically to stay, you know, because being active and staying in good shape is really an important part of my life. Life is better when you're fit. Oh man. That's one of my things. You know, I had, I had an injury years ago, you know, and, and I, you know, I couldn't play. I couldn't do much for like six, seven months and I was miserable. So are you coming into the gym now? I don't know. Maybe I got to do CrossFit. Do you need a card? I might. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> I, I better discover the next source of exercising fun before my basketball career, quote, ends. <laughs> Not that yeah. I'm very good, but I enjoy it. You need something. So I can appreciate, you, you know, something. looking forward to it. Because if you don't look forward to it, you, you'll stop doing it. You will. You just stop if doing it. If it's not it. convenient, you don't like it, you, what's the point? Yeah. So what is what is what has been the key for you in 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 finding things that you enjoy? You just do it. What do you mean? I don't know. You you seem to just <laughs> find things quickly that you enjoy and you just go make them happen. It's pretty impressive. I don't I don't know if I look for it or I I just walk into it. I I'm social. I like talking to people. Hey, what do you? I'm such a self inviter too. I love that. <laughs> That's a great character. Just self-inviter. Can I come? So I, I mean, can I come play basketball with you? It's been a while, but I'll lace up. Yeah. Shoot hoops and yeah. No, I don't. I just like doing everything. I want to do everything in this lifetime, and that's just me. Yeah. I will invite myself over. I love it. That's great. Okay, so so you opened the gym up, and was it was it successful from the get go? Or I mean, were you nervous? I mean, how did that go? <clears throat> we were so lucky. Chance is awesome. He was, he's a retired Navy SEAL. Oh, wow. Um, so he's, he's in with a lot of stuff, which is pretty cool. And he was working on ships, protecting them from pirates at the time, the anti-piracy. Oh, my gosh. So he was overseas doing that, kind of making the money. And he is, we got a loan. And this we're just is like, after he retired from being a Navy SEAL. Yeah. He was going back so and working. Then he was doing anti-piracy. <laughs> like literal so, pirates. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like real, they exist. Oh, yeah, I know they, they exist. They steal the boat and he I've seen Captain it. Phillips, I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he, he just, he told me one day, he's like, we don't need their money. And he's just kind of, he doesn't stress out. 
he just makes that happen. Yeah. So I learned from that. And I'm, you know, I'm holding that nut. Like, I don't right. want to spend You're a money. Saver. Mm-hmm. I am such a saver. I, like, made paint because I didn't want to go, I mean, a color and a texture. I, like, put them together because I didn't want to go buy new stuff because uh-huh. I just did not want to spend any more money. I'm like, when you start making money. But he taught me a couple of things. And um, we just, there was no stress. We just had fun. Yeah. So we opened the gym. Him and I and two of our friends that weren't paying. (laughs) (laughs) We own a gym. And he he even laughed. He's like, well, if nobody comes, at least I have somewhere to park my truck. (laughs) And we got a place to work out. We got a place to work out. (laughs) Nobody's using a blender in our kitchen now. (laughs) We ran around and we just, we had fun with it. We had so much fun. Put a little sandwich, you know, one of those folding sandwich billboard things on the side of the road. One person came in. That person brought two friends the next day and... You know, it was just word of mouth. People just kept coming in and coming in, and one at a time. There was no, like, that was our advertising. We didn't know what the hell we were doing. We sat down there for 13 hours. I was going to say, you hung you, out with you each other. You forestry and, and biology and physical for the therapy door to open. and then started a business. <laughs> we started a business. <laughs> I mean, that that was it. I mean, people came in one by one. If It just it rolled. It was really, really crazy. They could feel your energy and they wanted to be a part of it. Like we cared and I guess they just liked us. And I think that's why a lot of people are still there. We just think we're that kind of people. It wasn't a business that we opened. It was, it was our gym and we wanted friends. Yeah. So, and you're immersed in that lifestyle. Mm Mm-hmm. It was fun. You keep you keep using that. It was it's it was fun. fun. It's just fun. why did I do it? Because it was fun. I, I know. I laugh. I'm like this. I <laughs> like I need to treat this more like a business. I'm like I just can't. Like, it's weird. I'll go get a coffee, and they're like, "What are you up to today?" I'm like, oh, I, I'm going to work because it's just it's easier to say. <laughs> then, and they're fun. like, "Oh, I'm sorry, that sucks." I'm like, nope, doesn't. I fucking love it. <laughs> love it so. That's that. That is, and I, I mean, one of the reasons I was telling you before we started recording, one of the reasons that I started the show was because I think there's a lot of people out there doing things they hate. I'm sure they are. Like I, I, I had this experience and I, and I, I, I told this story, you know, a bunch of podcasts ago, but I was, I was at dinner, my wife and I were dinner with some friends of ours and and he is a professional, went to school mm-hmm. for a long time. I mean, he's a professional, right? Makes really good money. And, uh, and I was talking to him and you know, we're kind of sharing, you know, some of the things about our jobs that we liked and we didn't like. And, and uh, you know, and come to find out he didn't really love his job, you it's know? And, and, I, and I, I was so taken aback by that because he spent so many years to get there and he's making a really high income, right? Mm-hmm. And so he's, you know, and so he's kind of worked himself into this lifestyle of I've got to make this much money to support this lifestyle. Yet he doesn't really enjoy what he's doing that much. He doesn't hate you gotta it. You got to decide what I think important. You know, and I just yeah. thought, I thought, man, I, I, I had never, I'd never stepped back to think, man, you know, e- even guys that spend a lot of years going to school, you know, with their eye on something for a long time, it, it's, it even happens to them. But yeah. they just don't like what they're doing. It, it's awful. I think the more money you make, the more crap you buy, and the less time you have for it. Yeah. And what's the point? And you box yourself into having to make a certain amount of money to continue to yeah. have all of these things. So, you know. I live small. 
I live easy, and I just I I want to enjoy the ride. Has your has your philosophy on money and finances changed at all over the last twenty years? Back and forth. I mean, I don't want to stress on money, but I also don't want to stress on money. Mm-hmm. So I've, you know, I I don't have a family, and I think one of the reasons I'm selfish. I'm very selfish with my time, my money, um, my body. <laughs> so. When you have a kid, those three things are gone. Mm-hmm. And I just, I looked at it like, yeah, that I w- would love to see what that little critter would look like. Yeah. I'm sure it'd be a badass. It'd be fun. <laughs> but it might not be. And it'd be like, it might hate me. And then what? I gave up those three things for that, and that terrifies me. But I, I don't know. I just, I want to go play, and I want to enjoy things and not be tied down to, I have to do this because of this. Sure. I don't want that feeling. Yeah. So I want to do this because of this. Like, yeah. This is awesome. Well, I would love to be your kid. I think it would be <laughs> wicked fun. It'd be fun. <laughs> it would It'd be, be a, a lot of fun. But when you say, I don't know, what if he doesn't like me? Like, there's no chance of that <laughs> happening. Like, I'm a, I'm a half okay dad, and my kids think I'm hilarious, <laughs> and I'm not even that funny. And uh, so I don't, I don't know what they'll think when they actually become adults, but... But we have a great time together. So <laughs> I ju- I have nieces and nephews now. So I'm, you know, you know what it's like. Those are the best. Yeah, like, yeah. Hang out with them, show them cool stuff, send them back. Yeah. When they start hating their parents, they'll come hang out with me even more, <laughs> <laughs> and you can spoil them even more. Exactly. <laughs> uh, no, but I I I love you know I'm a I'm a real natural saver you know by nature, mm-hmm. and you know I. You know, I decided years ago that I just didn't like debt. I just didn't want to have debt because debt felt like an obligation. Yeah. It felt like a liability that I didn't need in my life. And, you know, and so I, you know, I only financed one car ever. And that was the very first minivan that we bought out of college because awesome. we had two kids. And, and after that, I was like, I'm never doing that again. You know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't want that. I don't need that in my yeah. life. You know, I and, save and spend. Yeah. If I want something, it's, you know, it's old school. You know, my dad was a Montana. He grew up in Montana, you know, and, and, and it was the lesson of if you want something, you can have anything you want. Mm-hmm. What do you want? Go get it. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to save up and then I'm going to get it. Yeah, I can't even. Pay, that paycheck to paycheck thing, I've never, I don't know that. Yeah. I don't want to know that. Yeah. At it all. doesn't seem very fun. You get these things like how to pay off your credit cards. Don't you do that monthly? Like, yeah. You don't just do it for the points. <laughs> just do it for the points, girl. Yeah. Yeah. No, I can't stand that responsibility. I don't want it. Yeah. So, so what is the what does the next five ten years look like for you as a competitive athlete? I have athlete? no idea. Um, I don't know. I want some new stuff. There's not really any new competitions. I think I've done them all. So now it's just kind of the same thing over and over. Mm-hmm. Hopefully there's a new competitions that come up, new yeah. championships. If they want to put it in the Olympics, that'd be badass. I was I was thinking that earlier. That. They just added a bunch of cool things to the Olympics. Did they? Yeah. Well, I'm trying to remember what the break dance they added break dancing. Nuh-uh. Yeah. They added a oh, man, I wish I could remember them all. Annie was telling me about them. There's three or four new really cool deals. What? I was like, break dancing, that's brilliant. Why am I not in there? And you know, they wanna they wanna attract a new different demographic come in the younger on. generation. Maybe soon then. So come on, lumber sports. Yeah. Let's get our crap together. See, I'd be sad though if they'd put it in and then it was like guys first. Right. Like, Let's be over here. No. Hopefully. Yeah. Something new. 
That'd be awesome. Well, I'm excited to to follow your story and see what what you conquer next. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Who knows? Day by day. I am particularly stoked about your socks, though. (laughs) I mean, I ask. They have chainsaws. These are man. If if you're if you're only listening to this, (laughs) you should just you just hop over to YouTube and and just skip to the end because you've already listened to this and just and just look at her socks. They are chainsaw. full on chainsaw steel. socks. Oh, there's a shout out. There you go. Yes. <laughs> there's there's a steel, you know, a steel promo for you. <laughs> yeah. And and on top of that, you brought me this sweet hat, a steel timber sports kiss my axe hat. Kiss my axe. This yep. is this is awesome. And, you know, and little known fact, the Richardson 112 is my favorite trucker hat. Oh, good. That's what this is. I knew that. This is this is a sweet hat. I love this. So, so thank you're you. You're welcome. You're you are you're welcome. You are my second guest to bring me, you know, something. So I really appreciate Sad. that. So I have I have something for you. <gasps> I you know New socks. I, I don't know if you have a favorite brand of <laughs> socks, but um, mine are are stance socks. I don't know if you ever stance socks before I've heard if you've of heard of them. This little kind of cross cut, you know, logo here. Okay. They're kind of girly. And, That's okay. Uh, and I, you know, uh, you you could probably ha- easily beat me in like an arm wrestling match or like if we like wrestled you could probably pin me in like four seconds <laughs> and so I thought you know I'm gonna I'm gonna bring out the softer side of Erin Lavoy and bring her some cool their stance socks are wicked comfortable they got some flowers on them and stuff Thank however, you. however however the reason that I chose them is because on it it says the uncommon thread okay I like that and that's what I thought about I like you that. I was like you know Erin thank you Erin is she's cut from a different cloth I like that. So that is true. You I just feel, I feel like you're just a little different, and I love something that. happened along the way. Yeah, I like it though. I'm not the not the white picket fence girl. That's, that's all right. Sure. We need them all. That's not my American dream. We need them all, and uh, <laughs> and and I feel I feel inspired and uplifted talking to you, and Good. it makes me want to go and and shake it up. Well, and be a better person, and and look for the fun, and realize that you know that. There is, there's a lot out there to enjoy, so so don't get don't get caught in some weird grind year over year over year. You need a comfortable bed, and you smile every day because <laughs> it's over before you know it, and you spend a lot of time yeah in that bed and working yeah. So absolutely make it worth it. Well, I really appreciate you joining me, Aaron. Yeah, thank you're you. uh, you're a unique cat, and uh, you're sure <laughs> fun to talk to. I like my socks. And and maybe I need to invite myself to hang out with you more. I don't know. Invite myself to your gym, CrossFit. maybe. Come on. There you go. We can trade these. Yeah, basketball good. for CrossFit. That's right. You can uh, you can <laughs> smoke me on a crossover jump shot, and then and then teach me how to do one of those CrossFit competitions. <laughs> Fun. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining us this week on the Socks and Soul <laughs> podcast. I uh, hope you found this content useful. Uh, look up Erin. She's easy to find. She's all over the internet. She's a lumber sports world champion and just all around, uh, you know, awesome person. So thanks, Erin. Thank you. We'll see you next time on the Socks and Soul podcast. The Socks and Soul podcast is a production of Ditto Film Media. If you enjoy this content, be sure to give it a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. Join the conversation on Facebook at Socks and Soul Podcast.